Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Hello, fellow patriots. Greetings, welcome, salutations, and TGIF alohas to you as we get underway with our number two of the Friday free-for-all or the all-skate as we like to refer to it. Yep, it is Friday, so whatever you want to talk about is fair game. Here is how you join me and be a part of the conversation. Uh, just grab the phone and give me a call. The number is 800-347-1063. That is our Ingalls Advantage talk line. If you prefer to text me, just use the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number 71307. Uh, phones were kind of jammed up in the last hour. In fact, Doug in uh, Greenville uh, couldn't hang on. He was on for a pretty long time, but uh, then had to hang up and had a question about a song uh, from, he said, the 60s or 70s, something about the year 2020, and wanted to know uh, if I know what it is. And I suspect that I do. Uh, the summer of 1969, there was a duo, I believe they were from Nebraska, uh, Zagger and Evans, uh, their names, and they had a song called In the Year 2525. And it, uh, it actually uh, hit the top of the charts in the summer of 1969, and I suspect uh, that's, that's what he was referencing. So sorry you had to hang up, Doug, and that we didn't get to you, but I hope that answers your question. In the meantime, to the phones we go, and our leadoff batter in this hour is uh, Jimmy in Easley. Hey, Jimmy, how are you today? Rough. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I'm thinking with my five million votes, I'm voting for Lindsay. I said I wouldn't do it, but... <laughs> I, I can't vote for a Democrat. Uh, I'd have to go off and kill myself. <laughs> well, Jamie may not be a Democrat. I mean, he's never claimed to be, as far as I know, although uh, he also leaves off his resume that he was the chairman of the South Carolina Democratic Party. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, some, my picture is something funny. Is we have yet to see uh, Mr. Biden and Ms. Potosi, oh, the Speaker of the House. Yeah. Uh, yeah, as, as Katie calls her, a Nazi piglosi. Right. Now, now, here's what would be funny. If him standing beside behind her, you know what he does. I don't have to say it on the radio. But, and then a smile comes on her face, and her face turns red. <laughs> oh, with, with Pelosi and Biden together? Yeah, you know what yeah. Biden does. Oh yeah, yeah. He <laughs> leans over, gives him, a, gives him a uh, an overly friendly shoulder massage, and uh, and yeah. and kind of you know takes takes a sniff uh, to see what kind of shampoo they used. Yeah, see that her face turned real warm. <laughs> I swear, sometimes I think she's got a set of teeth that locks together because there's always that smile. Nancy, uh, I don't know. Nancy might enjoy it. Who knows? <laughs> It'd be fun to watch it. I hope I get to see that. I really do. It's uh, it's it's oh. going to be what whatever transfer. And, and unfortunately, I'm I'm pretty sure 
we're going to be deprived uh, getting the popcorn ready for a Trump and Biden debate. I don't think even Biden's handlers are crazy enough to put him out on the same stage with Donald Trump. Now, they may be they may be desperate enough, you know, because they believe all that polling data. And now it shows a closer race, although I never believe any of the polling stuff. And these are the same people that said that Hillary was going to win in the runaway. But I just don't see Biden debating Trump. No, I mean, when we when you went to college, if you remember, they was a class that's called political politi- uh, political science. That you yes, had to take. Mm-hmm, I'm that's right. Four years so my mind wanders sometimes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but they taught us how to do polling and stuff. And you could take exactly the same subject and poll it with uh, 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 with different languages. I mean, mm-hmm. not you know, uh, saying that words different. And and both of them, you get eighty percent. I think I I remember the abortion thing that one polling was eighty percent. You carried the other side, it was eighty percent. And you know that both of them couldn't be eighty percent. Yeah. Right. It's how you you ask the question. Sure. And and you can structure these polls uh, in in a way to get a predetermined outcome. And look, if you you do a deep dive into these polls, in the 2016 election, Jimmy, 33% 33 of the voters identified themselves as Republicans. And and if you do a deep dive into these polls, you see the percentage of Republicans that they question in these polls. And it's never more than... 23 or 24 percent. So no wonder uh, Hillary or Biden or whoever is leading by 10 or 12 points. Of course they are. If I was I was Biden, I'd be scared anyway, because if he gets elected, they're going to kill him. (laughs) Get rid of him in a hurry. Biden's too dumb to be scared. He's just too dumb. Thank you, Jimmy. I appreciate the call. 11 minutes after four here on the Bobby Mack Show. In on the uh, text line, 71307. Sorry, way behind already. Uh, Bobby, previous caller about Jamie Harrison is spot on. What he doesn't say is more important than what he does. Uh, Bobby, heard on the news, Dirty Dick Durbin, or we call him Dick Turbin, is crying about the Postal Service, points out the USPS needs funding for employee overtime and numerous other reasons before conveniently pointing out People need their mail-in ballots. Durbin is a disgrace. Yeah, aren't they all? Uh, Bobby, a previous caller, Orlando, is definitely one I would want in the foxhole with me. You and me both. Uh, Bobby, big O for president, 2024. Bobby, racism will never die as long as there's one Democrat that's lost an election. Yeah. Bobby, I'm voting for Trump. A lot of the things that Biden says is true, politically incorrect, perhaps, maybe. Still, he speaks the truth. In that way, he is similar to Trump. What has Biden ever said that's true? Name me one thing Biden has said that's true. Uh, I'm sorry, Bob, but saying we can't allow the Democrats to have Lindsey Graham's seat Reminds me of that saying about locking the barn door after the horses are gone. The honest version would be we can't allow the radical Democrats to unseat the moderate one. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. That's, that's about spot on. Uh, Bobby, Orlando is dead right. 
Uh, Bobby, where can you get Trump 2020 signs for your yard? I would start with your county GOP headquarters. Okay. Bobby, I love it when uh, Orlando calls. He makes me feel good. I love hearing from him. Me too. He's, he's an inspirational kind of guy. He really is. Uh, Bobby, I lost my job in September because of a crazy boss. What's the point of pushing somebody out of work? Unfortunately, there are crazy bosses out there. I've had a few. Not now, but I've had a few. Uh, Bobby, pass it around. I'm channeling Russ. I will not vote for flimsy Graham. No way, no how. I cannot do it anymore. Great, but, you know, if uh, the election ends up being tossed to the Senate, you want uh, Jamie Harrison in there? Uh, Bobby, they want the sheepdogs gone. That is, the blue, the police, so they can go after the sheep. That is the desire of the wolves. Where is that story? Where is that story? Because that ties right into what that texture just said. Uh, no, it's here in the Bobby Mac stack. Hang on, hang on just a second. Here you go. Here we are. What that texture just say? They want the sheepdogs gone so they can go after the sheep. Rioters splash paint on elderly woman get in her face when she stands up to their police precinct attack. Woman with a walker. Mm-hmm. Might, they said the equivalent, the protester said the equivalent of uh, okay, boomer, only worse. This isn't your world anymore. Oh, yeah? <laughs> That's next here on the Bobby Mack Show. Quarter after four, Friday free-for-all is underway here on WORD. I'll be right back. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Yeah, boy, you know, these, uh, these CCP flu tests that they're conducting, uh, they're so accurate. The, the, uh, Mike DeWine, uh, you may not be familiar with that name. He's the governor of Ohio. Uh, and it was big news. I get what, yesterday? He tested positive for the Wuhan flu. 19 hours later, he tested again and tested negative. So when I hear these numbers, you know, oh, had, uh, Florida had uh, 7,000 more test positive, you know, does that include uh, 
the guy who died of a gunshot wound to the head and the other guy that died in a motorcycle wreck that they also included in their COVID-19 numbers? Come on. Now then, to Portland. Uh, because of the uh, text message. This, this is what inspired this text message. It said, they want the sheepdogs gone, the police, so they can go after the sheep. That is the desire of the wolves. Rioters splash paint on elderly woman get in her face when she stands up to their police precinct attack. Quote, this isn't your world anymore. A second elderly woman who was using a walker was blocked by a Portland rioter when she tried to extinguish a fire. On the 70th night of left-wing protests in Portland, Oregon, rioters decked out in dark clothing and helmets as they attacked the city's East Precinct were met with opposition last night that one might think would give them some pause. A pair of elderly women. But then again, this is the left wing in the year 2020 we're talking about, and they take no prisoners, not even if they could be their grandmothers. Amid the rioting and vandalism at the precinct, COIN TV, K-O-I-N, reported that officers were hit with projectiles that included glass bottles and rocks, Cops said one officer was severely injured after taking a large rock to the shoulder. In the middle of all that, the station said an elderly woman, who said she lives in the neighborhood, pleaded with a group to stop the vandalism and stood in the way of those who were splashing paint on the plywood outside the building. But they splashed paint on her too, the TV station reported. Rather than realizing how far out of hand they've gotten, the violent left-wingers started yelling at the elderly woman, this isn't your world anymore. When she began yelling back at the rioters, one of them walked over with yellow crime scene tape and placed it on her before wrapping it around her head. After the elderly woman hollered at the crowd that we died for you, the same leftist who wrapped the crime scene tape around her head and towered over her by a foot, rushed back and got in her face, leaned down and yelled at her. Comrades, and that's the appropriate word, comrades of the courageous leftist blocking the woman were heard off camera laughing at and mocking her with one finally saying, just let her do it, let her do it. It's the highlight of her life. Come on, we want to see it. The rioter ended up moving left and right in front of the woman as she tried to extinguish the fire as a chant of all cops are bastards, that's a quote, in the background, the elderly woman with a walker uh, got, a, uh, got a shot into the can and put out the fire. The previous night, Portland police declared a riot after insurgents tried to burn down the precinct and tried to run over officers with a truck. On Tuesday night, rioters converged on Portland neighborhoods chanting, every city, every town, burn the precincts to the ground. Any questions about their intent? These are the, the brown shirt Nazis from the 30s. 
in one video, an unidentified woman in an American flag cape tried to put out at least one street fire. Uh, she isn't the woman who was spray painted or the, uh, the other woman who tried to extinguish the trash can fire last night. It's not clear exactly what either of them said, but the elderly woman appeared to tell the rioter that she took part in marching. A federal rioter was heard, a female rioter, I should say, was heard yelling at the elderly woman, and I quote, Put your mask on, bitch. Put your mask on. The rioters doubled down on their tactics against elderly women at the precinct after noticing one, using a walker, was in the process of trying to extinguish a fire in a trash can. But Antifa is nothing if not thorough. Coin TV noted that the woman was blocked by a person dressed in all black. Yeah, they're patriots, all right. Even their mayor uh, now is, is starting to uh, wake up a little bit to uh, the true intent of these protesters in Portland, saying uh, these people weren't protesting. Uh, what, what this was was attempted murder. Well, when you set a police station on fire uh, and you've uh, blocked it uh, from escape and there are people inside that building, police officers and civilian employees as well, yeah, uh, it's not only arson, it's attempted murder. And you encouraged it, Mayor Wheeler, you moronic idiot. In on the text line, uh, our guy is in the White House, the Liberals guy is in the nut house. Uh, Bobby saw a campaign ad this morning with President Reagan's voice. Naturally, I assumed it was an ad for President Trump. Imagine my shock when it was a campaign ad for Joe Biden. I bet uh, Ronald Reagan cut a flip in his grave. The Democrats have no one up to and including uh, their hero, Obama, that could hold a candle to uh, Ronaldus Magnus. Uh, Bobby, do you wear a mask in your day-to-day -day activity? The answer is no. If you don't, do you feel uncomfortable around everybody else that does? Not especially. Uh, Bobby, with all this extreme cleaning, what will be the next superbug, and what will the response to that be? Be curious to see. They already have laid the groundwork, that's for sure. Oh, and an uh, email is in from uh, my buddy uh, Joe Biden. I know it's from him because they always begin the same way. He calls me Billy. Billy, President What's-His-Name, needs to mind his own beeswax about what I'm saying in my Senate race and worry about his own opponent. There was uh, just a giant explosion in Beirut killing thousands in the Philippines. No kidding. Hey, he says, I don't like God. Of course I like him. That thing, you know, up there. On top of that, man, 100 billion Americans have died from mad cow on this president's watch, and he's worried about what I said in a Senate race? This guy's bonkers, man. No lie. His elevator's not going to the floor. I swear. The lights are on, but no one's home. Get what I'm saying? Anyway, Jill said I got to go. This campaign stuff would be so much easier if I could remember where this basement is. No lie. But I digest. Get out June 4th. Vote Joe for Senate. Remember that date, even if I don't. 
Signed, Senator Joe Biden. Thank you, Joe. Always thrilled to hear from you. 4.30, news is next, and I'm right back on the other side. Friday free-for-all is underway here on WORD. Somebody uh, engaging in a uh, little poetry here on the text line this afternoon. Hey, Bobby, Joe and Jill on Capitol Hill carried Obama's water. Joe fell down and broke his crown. Now he just wants to sniff your daughter. Uh, Hey, Bobby Mack, how about if we start chanting, every city, every town, put the rioters in the ground. I think they'd like that. Uh, Bobby just ordered a Trump garden flag, $6.99 at discountdecorativeflags.com. They have a very low supply left. However, they have plenty of Biden garden flags in stock. Just saying, <laughs> from CM in career. I bet they do. And not having to reorder anytime soon. Uh, back to the phones we go here on the Friday free-for-all. Pat is next up. She is in Union. Hello, Pat. How are you today? Pretty good. Uh, I was at Walmart talking with a woman. She kept her mask below her nose just like I did. <laughs> and she says, well, as soon as Biden gets president, all this madness will go away. Oh, my I God. Says, no. No. I said the Democratic Party has learned how to herd and push and knows what to do. This will not stop. Go away? Is she serious? Go away? She was serious. How about multiply by 10? Definitely. And I said, it's not going to stop. I said, keep your eye on New York. They just put 2,000 people on unemployment when Ruger closed. What happens when you get high unemployment? Drugs and shootings. Yeah, and, New York um, is a disaster. It's going to be a disaster area. And tragic. Take a look at the number of the percentage increase of suicides in the last six months. Definitely. Yep. It, it's pathetic. Thank you, Pat. I appreciate your checking yes. in today. Let's go to uh, Quentin next and bring in Ray here on the Bobby Mack Show. Hi, Ray, and welcome to the Friday Free for All. Hi. Thanks for taking my call this uh, Friday. You bet. Uh, my uh, topic this week uh, is the H.G. Uh, Wells short story, The Land of the Blind, mm-hmm. or The Country of the Blind. Right. 
don't know if you've ever heard of that short story. It was uh, published in Reader's Digest when I read it. But you can find a synopsis on the Internet of the story, and uh, it's about a mountaineer that somehow falls down a mountain, but he comes into a land where everybody's blind. Mm -hmm. But everybody uh, doesn't understand what's going on in the rest of the world. And because he knew about that, the elders of the country said, if you want to stay with us, you've got to get blind, too. They want to take his eyesight away. Wow. The, the story was written uh, 2000, or excuse me, uh, 1905, mm-hmm. which was during the uh, uh, Teddy Roosevelt terms. Uh, and uh, But it so belongs, like, in... Uh, uh, our present time, you know, the the way they're treating the president, they want him to become blind like they are. Yeah, interesting analogy. In uh, Washington, if he wants to stay there. Well, Wells was certainly a visionary. Uh, I've always yeah. enjoyed uh, Herbert George Wells' writings. Yeah, I'll have to check yeah. that one out. I have not read that story. I'll have to find it and read it. Yeah, it's on the Internet, the synopsis of the story. Uh, but... Uh, in long form, I read it in the Reader's Digest uh, about 30 years ago. Yeah, Land uh, of the Blind. What, what, uh, what the person told me about it was was the company we were working for, because he was like me. He came to the company from other companies mm-hmm. with all kinds of new ideas, and they didn't want to know nothing. Right. So yeah. he told me about that story to explain the situation. Yeah, that's uh, that's certainly a creative corporate thinking. All right. Well, we've always done it this way, that's and we can't exactly think. What was? <laughs> and we can't think of any reason why we should change. Yeah, right. Thank you, Ray. Yeah. I appreciate the call. Four forty-two now. It's eighteen before five. Let me get to uh, Gary, who is in Greer. Hi, Gary, and welcome to the Bobby Mack Show. Hey, Bob. How are you doing today, buddy? So far, so good. Um, I got a good one for you here. All right. Okay. I'm a Trump man 101%. Mm-hmm. When Trump gets elected again, uh, they're going to find some other way to get the man out of there. It doesn't matter. They're going to do what they got to do. But like that lady uh, I heard earlier at Walmart, if Joe Biden gets all this, go, I'll go away. I kind of guess she's got a point there. If uh, the Democrats get in there, you won't hear nothing else about the BLM. You won't hear nothing about uh, the coronavirus or anything. It'll nope. just get worse nope. in another way. Yeah, I, I could not disagree with uh, with that train of thought more. Look, the left, as vile and despicable as they are, they are unforgiving of enemies. Anybody who stands in opposition to them uh, is going to get crushed. And And if anybody thinks that under a biden slash obama presidency were he to win were biden to win look if biden wins obama runs him like a puppet and they will they will double and triple down on crushing any conservative opposition or thought that exists and anybody who disagrees with that is just uh, failing to recognize the environment we find ourselves in these these Progressive Marxists that are running the Democrat Party are playing for keeps. Yeah. 
Exactly, exactly. I mean, it's just, I don't know. I mean, it's just world's getting beyond awful, terrible. You know, it was just a lot what you said about Ronald Reagan. It kept blitz in his grave. What you said, I love that. Well, yeah. Yes, he but, and, and, you know, Reagan warned us. He said we are one generation away from losing this republic. And and he was right. I'm, I'm reminded of the words of Benjamin Franklin when he came out of Constitution Hall in Philadelphia and a, a, a person stopped him on the street and said, well, Mr. Franklin, what kind of government have you given us? And Franklin said, a republic if you can keep it. Yep. And and that's the question on November 3rd, isn't it? Can we keep it? Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know... I don't. I don't know what we're going to do. I mean, it's just somehow it's got to get better. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. I don't yeah. know where. Uh, I, I know you've seen the movie Oh Brother Why Not Now, and I'm not remember it's before my time. Where uh, I know you heard the song Guns N' Roses. What we have here is a failure to communicate. Yeah, that was Cool Hand Luke. Yeah, right. Yeah, we, cool hand we, yeah, we do have a failure to communicate. No question about it. Well, I I cling to that slender thread of hope as well that uh, things are going to get better. Hang in there, Gary. Yeah. I hope you have a good weekend, and I appreciate the call. You have a great weekend, buddy. Thank you, sir. Quarter before five here on the Bobby Mack Show. I'll be right back. Welcome back. 4.51 now, 9 before 5 o'clock here on the Bobby Mack Show. We kick off the weekend coming up in less than uh, 15 minutes here. Uh, Bobby, speaking of masks in my world, they are striving to become a fashion statement or a position statement of what I'm interested in. Uh, It's interesting to see uh, when I have to uh, go to a particular place that insists that I wear a mask, the uh, skull mask that I wear inside, get some interesting looks. To the uh, phones we go, let's head to Greer next and bring in Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Welcome to the Friday edition. Hi, Bob. Always good to talk with you. My pleasure. Um, I felt, yes, yes, I I felt impressed to call you today. I wanted to share this uh, for a minute with you. Um, American history tells us that General Peter... Mullenberg was the minister of an Anglican congregation in Woodstock, Virginia. The day of January 21, 1776, he preached to his church from Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1, states, To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose mm-hmm. under heaven. In verse 8, he read, A time to love and a time to hate a time of war and a time of peace. It was at this point that he proclaimed in a heartfelt and passionate voice, 
and this is a time of war. It was then that he threw off his pastoral robe and stood fully dressed in the uniform of a constitutional officer, ready to defend his country. He was a member of the so-called black-robed regiment, (laughs) pastors and preachers who dedicated their lives and fortunes in defense of America's constitutional freedoms. When I read that, Bob, it's like, oh, I just got chilled. Mm -hmm. Now, as I was writing also, uh, during a time when I was writing, these are three sentences that the Lord impressed upon me to write down. So I thought I would share them with you. If America goes down, I will hold my church responsible. The second one was, the strong men of the country are the pastors and preachers, not the politicians. The third is this. The church is in a morass condition and must be cleansed. In the dictionary, I looked up morass. Morass means a track of low, soft, wet ground, a marsh or a bog, foggy ground. Mm -hmm. Any confusing or troublesome situation, especially one which is difficult to free oneself, entanglement. So the Church, for many, many years, has been in an entanglement, especially with the uh, 501c3. Right. Uh, which has put duct tape on all the pastors, because really the church is a thermometer of the country. It is a gauge that shows where the country is as far as its strength, its faith, and, and, and what it needs to do to keep the country strong. Another thing I want to say, this might sound strange, but it is, I believe, uh, from, from the heart of God. Pastors and preachers need to get out of buildings, and they need to get out in their empty parking lot, and they need to sing praise and worship songs, patriotic songs, and blow trumpets. Trumpets. God uses trumpets in the Bible for many reasons, especially during times of war. It is the trumpet that proclaims. And I'm just envisioning, envisioning that all around Portland, all around these evil situations that these cities are in, if pastors and believers would surround them with trumpets and with singing, these demons would flee. It's like uh, blowing down the walls of Jericho. Well, I, now, I wish, I, I wish, Sarah, I, 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 I wish, like, I, Sarah, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but look, I, I wish that were the case. But sadly, when I look around today, I see organized religion taking a knee to the left. Uh, interesting, though, that you mentioned uh, the uh, the book of Ecclesiastes because uh, that was turned into a big hit uh, for the uh, rock group The Birds in uh, 1965 with the title Turn, Turn, Turn. Uh, in on the uh, text line 71307. Bobby, I uh, bumped into a woman I know that sells long-term care insurance, and I love her dearly, dearly because she really is an entrepreneur on multiple levels, and said she was voting Democrat no matter who the Democrat is. So I said to her, you're an entrepreneur. Why aren't you voting capitalist? And she looked at me as if I had lost my mind, honestly. If a self-employed person and a person that owns rental properties is voting Democrat 
I do believe uh, the world has uh, gone crazy. Uh, Bobby, I'm a 68-year-old man just waiting for someone to splash paint on me and try and wrap my head in tape. My quick response will be, blammo. Message received and understood. We'll kick off the weekend on the other side after the news. Five o'clock follies is on the way. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 